Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to the second part of this incredible episode of Queer I Am, the podcast, live and unscripted. The conversation continues and we also have an audience Q&A. I hope you enjoy. So whatever you're up to, this is your time to settle down, relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Queer I Am. So thank you everyone so much and can I just say thank you all for coming tonight and listening to the conversation it's a privilege to do this and to have everyone here listening and joining in is amazing and just a big thank you to this incredible panel as well because I think we had a really lovely conversation so big round of applause for my panel please. So I don't have any more questions. It's completely over to all of you. So if anyone does have a question, I will run across with a microphone. Probably put my ass on the camera, but we'll, we'll make it work. And yeah, I'll pass to the guests to answer your question. So does anyone have a question they'd like to ask? Tinder. I'll come over. <laughs> Be nice, Harry. This one's aimed at Mary. No, it's not really. Um, what's your one hot tip for a successful relationship? And that can be romantic, platonic, etc., etc. Thank you. Good question. Who wants to take that? I'll go first. Um, make time for yourself and do shit on your own. <laughs> because if, if you're... <laughs> Because if you're codependent and you're always together, then you never get space to just do you. So that's what I do in my relationship. And I, even though I say so myself, I have a quite a successful relationship. <laughs> but I, that's because I carve time to do things that I want to do. And I do it for myself or with my friends and stuff. And it doesn't always, they don't always have to be involved in everything I do. So I think that's... Well, then you have things to talk about too, right? Because yeah. you do your own stuff and you're like, yeah. oh, I did this today. And yeah. let's talk about that. And mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Anyone else? Laugh together. Laugh together. La- love or laugh? Love. Love. <laughs> laugh. Laugh. <laughs> but I think that is a really... Friendship and laughter in any type of relationship is really important, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. 
Yeah, is there some sort of like um, psychological like study around laughter and friendship within any type of romantic relationship that you can talk about? Not really. I think we just all know that uh, you know when we laugh with each other, it's just fun. It brings some lightness. It's bonding, and um, you know it's just so needed. Really. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. I would say truly support each other's success, not just success that benefits the two of you. So whether it's friendship, whether it's relationship, if somebody's successful, celebrate it. Don't try and tear them down. Don't don't be like, oh, that's great. And then be like jealous behind the back. That's not cute. Do you know what I mean? Like actually support each other's success. Like for me with my partner, I, I love when he is successful. That makes me happy. And it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to do with whether that benefits me. I just like to see him happy. So, and same with friends as well. Like, just support each other's success. Truly support each other's success, yeah. not just something that benefits you. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to add, Brian? Uh, no, I, I I can't top that. Just having a bit of independence from each other is yeah. is just I think so so key and yeah and so yeah exciting. We're all people, aren't we? And we need to have our individuality to then be able to actually contribute towards someone else's life. I think that's that's really important. Absolutely. Any other questions? Does that answer your question, Tinder? Yes, thank you. Yes, wonderful. Shallow, do you have a question? A run over, bear with. I keep fit doing this, aren't I? Sorry, uh, my question goes to Ugla. So we talk about relationships <sighs> in terms of, sorry, um, in terms of obviously romantic and friendship, but in terms of relationships with people that you know, in terms of online, obviously working and, and posting content and seeing stuff, specifically things like Facebook, I don't know if you're still on it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I still am for business reasons. Um, but what's your relationship like with people seeing, like you said, like the active sort of like, hate and the, like the visceral sort of comments and stuff so my question is that how do you do you like sort of step back from that and just go doesn't affect me or like do you go like full pelt so how does that affect your relationship with people in like a general space and i just, just intrigued to know from like your experience yeah i think Great question yeah i think i think now in my life i'm so confident in who I am that all the negative stuff doesn't really affect me but I can see you know 10 years ago or something these are things that would have really really affected me and who I was so I think you know if you are putting yourself out there on social media as well it's really important to have good support and with the people around you and I think um, with my partner we both obviously do lots of activism on social media and so on and we are just quite good at at supporting each other with it. For example, my partner is a lot more sensitive to it. So when they put something out there and they see, oh, there's loads of comments, I go through the comments and then delete or block or do whatever so they don't have to, to see that and tell them how that is. So I think, you know, and I think, I think the reason why I don't necessarily go and delete those things or respond to those things is because I kind of want other people to see the the horribleness that I'm getting just for saying really simple things like I said something the other day which was really simple it was just something like you know I am who I am and I'm supported by my family and by my friends and everyone around me and those are the most important people in my life so why would I care about some random person online and you cannot imagine the amount of random people <laughs> commenting things on that just really nasty stuff and and some people got in touch with me afterwards and they were like I didn't 
realized it was so bad. And that's why I keep it up, because I want people to see that. So I think I sometimes use social media almost to shock people into action, because I want people to realize how bad it can be. But obviously, it's really difficult to, you know, for people reading all those things. And I can see myself a long time ago not, you know, being in the space to do that. But I think now I am. And I think, you know, the more... You know, you just have to show people what it's like because people don't often understand how bad it is sometimes. And I think especially on places like Twitter, um, which is just a really horrible space right now to be an LGBT person, and Facebook as well, all of those places. And yeah, and I think, you know, it does change your relationship with people as well because some people know you as a person, but then they see what you put online and it's not necessarily always the same person in a way. Um, and some people you only know online as well. So it, it's quite an interesting relationship. But I've made really good friendships that were first online friendships because of these shared experiences we were having as well. So I think that's a, an interesting thing. But it's also, you know, worth considering, you know, all this bullshit and all these people commenting all these negative things are probably really, really miserable people who need to get a hobby and you are just living your life, doing your thing. And you just have to think, well, I'm quite happy with what I'm doing, but these people obviously are not. Because never once have I come to a point in my life where I've thought, you know what, I'm going to go online and I'm going to comment really, really horrible, nasty things on people's social media and call them out and talk about their appearance and do all these. Like, I've never once been in that space in my life and you have to be quite far down. So I almost just feel sorry for these people, to be honest. And once you get into that space, I think it's easier in a way. Do you think compassion has kind of changed your... It sounds really compassionate because actually, Mm. if I think about some of the comments that we see online... Mm -hmm there are other words that I could use for it. But actually what you're saying is, is actually very noble and very compassionate. So do you think that actually that's enabled you to, um, by tapping into that, to see past it and kind of go, actually, they've got their own stuff going on. I'm just going to do me. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's helped me not internalize what they're saying because it's obviously a problem they have rather than a problem I have. So that's, that's really helped me to deal with it for sure. Yeah. Just being able to, to see it from that perspective. I think. I kind of just want to add to that as well. Like comments and words are only as powerful as you let them be. Like I even just, I can't speak on your story, but as a drag queen posting stuff, like I do a lot of TikTok lives where I'll get ready and make up and the amount of hate and shit that I get for doing that, like it's wild, but I find it funny. Like I find the comedy in it. So I read these comments and I just, ima- I put on like a voice in my head of someone being like, oh my God, she looks like shit. And it just makes me laugh. Like it doesn't, comments like that, I think, a hundred percent if you're getting a barrage of them and a barrage then it can it can drain you and it can but i just don't give them any power because that's what they want ultimately and to be honest i don't know if any of you know how social media works but the more they comment the more it gets pushed up an algorithm the more exposure you get so really they're kind of being <laughs> counterproductive in what they're doing they're promoting the more hate <laughs> the more hate the more exposure and ultimately that's what social media is so i think for anybody who is kind of struggling with like how do i deal with social media i honestly just put a stupid voice on and think oh what the fuck i just laugh at it i, just I think laugh that's really it. nice you're both saying that because there will be people who maybe won't be as secure and will actually take that stuff to heart absolutely and it will be the difference between whether someone is having a really great day or a miserable day and feeling quite in a very isolated space so the fact that you're saying that i think really shows people that actually there is a different yeah. way to, to deal with this stuff and actually the more stronger you get you can let things kind of go so no, that's i great. kind of read everything with satire I'm like, oh, they're just joking. 
Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it doesn't you matter. have to find the humor in yeah, it. Yeah, just find yeah. the humor in it. Like yeah. honestly, like I, I would, I would do TikTok lives, and people are like, "Oh, you're gonna burn in hell," and I'm just like, "Okay, probably it's hot." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, you had probably the, the Pokemon dress. You had loads of hate. Yeah, I, I, I made a, I made a dress out of Pokemon cards. <laughs> like, and I just wore it, and it got posted in the group. And I hope you don't mind me saying somebody's comment was, "I hate trans people," and I was like, "That has nothing to fucking do with me making a dress out of fucking Pokemon." come on cards but okay like oh uh, that is such an irrelevant comment that i see stuff like that and i'm like but that doesn't mean anything to me it doesn't mean anything like what the fuck like it's just so stupid yeah. like you say like people just coming on and like commenting it's just so fucking stupid <laughs> and i see the comedy in it i'm at a place where i can see the comedy in it and i i think that if you can switch that mindset then it mm. will help rather than just letting it bog you down absolutely absolutely any other questions? Go on. Oh, we've got. Come on, we must. Oh, hang on. I, I need. You need a microphone. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's recorded, wasn't it? Sorry. Hi, Mary. Um, there was. I saw something down the train. This is why I was thinking of it. And it was um, someone who posted like it was like a Pride Month. Um, so it was like the pride platypus it was wonderful and like people's comments were just like horrendous and the person who like ran the page I just thought was really genius it was like every single one that was just like anti 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 it was like thank you so much for your comment thank you for showing all of your LGBTQI plus and queer friends that they're not safe around you full stop <laughs> <laughs> every single one and I was like wonderful self disclaimer <laughs> I, I think I think people think commenting online they're invincible and it's like no but there's a there's a print there like we can yeah. we can screenshot that you it's there like people can see that there's receipts there people can see it people just think that social media is like this invincibility thing where you can type it and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and like unfortunately it will have a detrimental effect on some people on the receiving end but I think if you're able to just switch off from it cut them off fuck it I think you're saying switch off, but also you're saying re recycling the energy of hate into something positive and yeah. something that's going to serve you and our communities. Yeah. I just find it funny. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Any other questions? Oh, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you so much. I what I really liked you talking about was like the social media aspect of it and it made me realize like a question that I have in my head in my own research around like how responsible are our digital spaces like app spaces for like supporting LGBT people and minority people and what do you think that they should actually do? Like the humor part I think is good, but I don't really see apps doing like a whole a lot about giving positive funny messages about how like not to be and, and what you could do better. So just like wondered if you guys had any ideas of like what apps could do and if they should do anything at all, like who's responsible for I think the problem space? is with like apps and social media now is it's become such a shit show of everyone's entitled to everything that there really is no propaganda or no like rules that any app can put into place really it's just become that unfortunately that is just the way it is and I think speaking on relationships it's about understanding your relationship with social media rather than putting the blame onto everybody else's relationship because that's theirs if they're using social media for hate that's on them if you're using social media for just the spread of love that's your relationship with social media and that is on you so i think it has just become the internet is like going to be the death of all of us really it's like made the world and it's going to fucking break the world but um it's unfortunately become such a anyone can log on at any time and do anything that there really is no policing it unfortunately like yeah you can flag up words and you can report and you can block but I just think, I know that sounds really morbid, but it's almost like it's, there's, there's no, you can't really police everybody in this room. You, we can't police all of us at once. Like, unfortunately, um, too so, many people using it, I guess. Yeah, there is like, it's become too accessible to hate on people and it's become too easy to hate on people. Um, but I think, yeah, like I said, it's, it's important to understand your relationship with social media and, once you understand that, I think then you'll find a more comfortable space in whatever app you're using. Any other comments? No? 
Thank you. Thank you, Harry. Any other questions? Oh, Morgan. So since we're on the topic of social media, uh, this goes for everyone, anyone who wants to say anything about this. Um, how do you think social media has affected your relationship with yourself? Thank you, darling. Who wants to take that first? It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's it is yeah. it's social think, media can be a bit of a head fuck. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think even somebody who's like well up their own ass and loves themselves, like you know, I there's days, there's days where you'll scroll and be like, oh for fuck's sake. But I think it's, I think we touched on it earlier about um, kind of disassociating and kind of just scrolling away from it and kind of think uh, comparative stuff. What was it? Um, comparative is taking away joy. Whatever. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes, that. Um, it's true. Like, if you start to compare yourself to somebody else online, you don't know what they're going through. They've posted a picture in, like, I used to go, I was a dancer on cruise ships for like five years, but, you know, I'd post all of these pictures on a beach, but no one had, had any idea what I was going through just because I'm in a Speedo on a beach. Everyone's like, oh, he's amazing. He looks so good. I went through a really bad breakup and didn't get married because I had a horrible breakup. Still posted a lovely picture on a beach, but, you know, people do that. And, like, if you compare that, everyone's like oh he's having an amazing time no I was actually really really depressed but it's the same thing like um I think you just have to learn to switch off from that and switch off from comparing yourself to what you see that's my opinion it's like the extreme isn't it it's like you've got the the positive posts from people like my life is amazing or the shit comments from everyone that's awful to other people on social media it doesn't feel like there's an in-between well, unfortunately, when people do post an in-between, like, I'm struggling, everyone's like, oh, shut up. Uh, Let's or, be honest. Or, I'll send you a DM, babe. And yes, it's like, exactly. You know, it's like, I mean, it's, uh, look, everyone has got their, their, their purpose to reach out, but sometimes you kind of get, like, a message saying, oh, it's been an awful day. And then I think some people do wait for the comments because that is their release. They want people to get in touch, and there's nothing wrong with that. But again, that's almost... Is that a healthy way to use social media? I'm not sure. Because does that really, does that feed the drama of whatever's going on in your life rather than actually, I don't know, promote constructive conversations or relationships with people where you can actually feel that you're supported? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I personally don't use social media as therapy. I think like that's more of a private thing. And if you are struggling, you should probably seek help privately. You don't need yeah. an audience to therapize yourself. But a lot of people do, don't but, they? Yeah, some people do. And I guess if that's the way they deal with it, that's fine. Just for me personally, I just don't mm. do that. If I've got something I need to say, then I'll just say it to you know, yeah, the person. Yeah. Um, I think also social media, the other side is that it can be really good to, to um, connect with your community. So we were talking earlier about living in a rural area when there's just not a lot of queer people and actually sometimes finding the Facebook group or the, a group where you can uh, go and belong and, and connect with other people and give you a bit of hope that actually you're not the only one um, who's queer and that there are other people like you and one day, someday you're going to meet them can be enough hope sometimes to just, to just keep going. So there's some really good thing about social media that can help with the connection with yourself and the relationship with yourself. But of course, there's uh, at the same time what you were saying about comparing the I'm living my best life and then you feel bad about it and so on. So it is really trying to take what's right for you, trying to take what's um, you know, nourishing you and just leave out the rest as much as you can. Sometimes it might be in, you know, connecting with social media. Sometimes it might be leaving it 
for a bit and limiting your exposure and also how you use social media yourself as you were saying just, just like you I'd never go on social media thinking I'm going to give hate to people but you know what I try to do is actually lift people up as well on social media and bring some stuff to, to change a bit of the current of hate that, that is around and it's only a small drop but every drop counts these days yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely it's a very good point thank you so much any other questions oh Richard Nick, sorry. <laughs> I answer to most things. You know that by now. You get where the correlation was. Yeah, I know the correlation. Yeah, that's the one that's not here tonight. Yeah. Just what you've been saying, what do you think social media per se could do about encouraging people to understand intent versus content? Thank you, Nick. Very good question. <laughs> Who would like to take that one? I think, again, like, every app is so focused on pushing out content. Like, it's content, content. You even have people who have professional jobs as content creators. So I think um, there's... Uh, I don't want to say there's no policing it, because, again, it sounds morbid about intent and content. Um, but you can look at companies that are posting Pride stuff now is their intent great or is it just content for pride month? Is it just, you know, thing, or is it just money? So I think, again, it comes down to your own use of social media and how you interpret that. I don't think there is any a hundred percent policing that can be done on content versus intent. Again, I think it's just something that you have to be aware of as you're doing it. You know, you can, scroll past and be like oh come i was only saying converse pride because you've got them on but i was gonna say you know converse are doing a pride collection that's great but then suddenly you'll hate on another company for doing a pride collection it's like well is it the same thing like what are they actually doing like i remember lego released a pride set which was great but then none of the proceeds from that set went to anything to do with lgbt plus charity well, i think so listerine like, had a pride mouthwash i'm like really yeah like, like- what? I just I don't quite get it. I'm yeah. just like, oh, um, you know, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, fitting pride. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that is. I think con- I think we're overwhelmed by content, yeah. and people are too focused on pushing content, creating content, 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 because we're always looking at it twenty four seven. That I think the intent is how you receive it, personally. Do you know what? There's a and actually you've wrote for them recently. There's a an amazing website called Queer AF. And they are changing the narrative of um, media and journalism um, through queer people. So they are stopping the doom scrolling. They are very much about queer representation and actually the queer community telling the stories rather than the other publications telling the stories and then getting it wrong. And it's incredible what this what this a person set up is amazing you wrote for them quite recently about yeah. pride month didn't you yeah, and yeah it's a really great platform and it's it's made by someone who is a journalist and he was just continuously disappointed with the way things are being framed in the media because and that's where the intent comes back you know they say oh we're just reporting this you know no bias it's all obviously the intent is different mm. you know and and that's what you can do on social media you, you can hide your actual intent a lot of the time with the way you frame things, with the way you push things, with the language you use. And people who don't know it and aren't as, you know, aware of the type of language which they use 
aren't critical enough to see what's actually being pushed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another area of, of, of social media and people's almost literacy with social media and, and being critical of what they're seeing. Where is it coming from? Who's telling the story? You know, what's the argument? What's the language? Most people don't have time to think about things that deeply when they're reading the news. And I think that's a problem with social media as well. And, and that's what Queer AF does a lot, that it has queer people telling the stories from their perspective, which is you know, 100% of the time more accurate than the BBC or the Daily Mail or whoever is, is it's incredible. running the story. It's so incredible. And they, they have a podcast and a newsletter and an online journal. And yeah, you can just access it by searching Queer AF. So I definitely promote that. Uh, on that, well, I, I read your Queer AF uh, recent post and, and, and what struck me about it was that it, it works, you worked your ideas out over a slightly longer form than a lot of social media would allow for. And I think that going to intent, I wonder if intent is, is, demands more context and more mm-hmm. time than some of the content and the way that content is packaged and served on different social media platforms. Intent, you, you can read the first sentence followed by the second qualifying sentence followed by the third that kind of synthesizes and you can start to really pick apart what this person is truly thinking um and and perhaps some of the the content that is there is served in kind of like the nature of it is bite-sized and easily digestible and that is you know where where we go with that uh, who knows like whether whether we will start to you know more generally crave that that kind of long form mm-hmm. content that is uh, that that allows for more picking apart of ideas and understanding it in a way that you wouldn't always in in short form. Yeah. And picking apart ideas actually means also to be nuanced and to just have conversations in grey areas rather than just all or nothing or this or that. And uh, you know, short forms like Twitter, you just cannot have any intent. It's all just about rah, and this is it, this is that. And, you know, there's also in mental health, unfortunately, there's also the dark side of this, we call it tweet, uh, TikTok diagnosis now, where people just watch a one-minute video and then they can diagnose themselves with all sorts of illness. And then, and then, hey, wait, you just tap on this and then it sells you a program, it sells you a retreat, it sells you a, a therapy program or whatever. And so it's, you know, going back to the capitalist kind of machine where, um, you know, even if there's... It appears to have a good intent of mental health, good mental health. Actually, a lot of it has a dark side and it's all about selling stuff. Absolutely. Any more questions? Okay. Well, thank you all so, so much for coming along tonight and listening to the conversation. Please, can I have a massive round of applause for this incredible panel? And thank you all so much for contributing and joining the conversation. It's been incredible. And um, yeah, have a safe trip home. I really hope you enjoyed the show. A big thank you once again to all my guests. Please share the podcast, give it a five-star review if you'd like, and leave any comments you may have. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok for all the latest updates on Queer I Am, the podcast. Also, check out my website, www.fluiactually.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.